I see a future to where the children do not come into this world traumatized. To where women are liberated in their birth experience and not abused while bringing new life into this world. I see a future where generations are liberated from the confines of systems that keep us down. In my Wild Mother Awakening, I step into this space that's not often discussed. All things spirituality, birth liberation, and wild motherhood so that we can awaken the wild wisdom that we have within us and shift humanity for the evolution of the next generation. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Jess here, Wild Mother Awakening. Um, I'm doing a double record right now. So I have my podcast recording through Anchor and I'm live on Instagram that I'm then going to take to YouTube. So I'm trying to kind of double up on on where I'm... uh, presenting my information. So we're going to try this out, see how it goes. Hello, Instagram world. Um, Today, I'm talking about something I'm really passionate about, and I've been diving so deeply into um, even just the things that have come up over the last few weeks, couple weeks, really, of reflecting into sacred postpartum and those I mean, really a good couple years after birth, those first couple years with your baby and how it creates a strong bond and comfort and safety and security in the world of that connection with mom. But more importantly, that fourth trimester time frame, those first three to four months, up to six months, I guess, um, of your baby's life and how that time is so sacred and should be honored in such high in such a high capacity and how our current society really doesn't honor that um for a couple different reasons so there's different perspectives and now as a single mom i don't have a baby anymore my youngest is five um But as a single mom working and also homeschooling my kids when I have them, I have a a different viewpoint, too, of how difficult it would be as a working mother to try to hold that sacred postpartum. And I have many friends who have dealt with it as well. So I, and then from my own perspective of having three babies when I was a stay-at-home mom and the struggle and lack of support and challenges that come up with that, um, because often from my personal experience, I often got kind of 
<clears throat> the comments of like, oh, you're so lucky to be home with your kids. Oh, I wish I would have been able to stay home. Our family needs two incomes. I wish I would have been able to do it that way. You're, And kind of almost guilting stay-at-home moms in a way for having the privilege to stay home with their kids. And while it absolutely is a wonderful opportunity that not every mother gets, it is also just as difficult in different ways than it is for a working mom, right? So hold on a second. So of course there's two perspectives and both are valid. Um, and they're just different in what way that they're stressful and which overall it is a lack of support. It's a, a loneliness. It's a, for the most part, women, my post on Instagram today talked about this. Um, it's one of the hardest things as women in our culture today to ask for help personally. Some mothers and women are great at it and they've been raised in a family environment that honors and values that ask for help. And they grew up with parents who have offer that support when needed emotional, not even just financial. I'm not even talking financial support, just a, an emotional or helpful care caregiver to come help you. Um, and midwives can often serve this purpose as well, or postpartum doulas, just that extra hand, extra set of hands to, help a mom, whether it just be with cleaning around the house, making meals, running errands for groceries, simple things like that, that can really just feel so stressful when you're just trying to cater to your baby and get a handle of breastfeeding and attuning to the needs of your baby. And one thing that um, I have dove into is the work of Dr. Gabor Mate. I hope I'm saying that right. <clears throat> um, because he gets into the very deep, energetic, and trauma-based aspects of this that I, I have loved researching so deep, so much, and uh, are, is going to be a big part of my work with women. And one quote that stood out to me that he, he was actually on um, Mayim Bialik's podcast, and one thing he says is depressed mothers cannot attune to their babies, which is huge. It's such a simple statement, but it's so huge if we're considering how many mothers end up with postpartum depression. And every single one of those mothers are then truly unable to attune to their baby in the raw, primal, instinctual way that we are designed to. So simply birth traumas, breastfeeding struggles, lack of proper support from family, friends, any type of outside hands to help a new mom, all of that, the loneliness that can come up, that's a big one in modern society. We don't have that village like a lot of tribes and our, our ancestors have been used to. It's just that tribal mother sisterhood. We don't have that prominently in our culture. 
And just that simple aspect leads to so much depression and loneliness. And depression, essentially, are unresolved traumas and loneliness in this world. It's really that simple. And for one, so much of the postpartum depression become comes from birth traumas, um, whether that be early interventions, C-section, things that have happened to you throughout pregnancy, throughout your whole pregnancy and birth experience that have caused a strong emotional charge or a strong emotional struggle within you that was not resolved. And I would say <laughs> 99% of mothers, honestly, deal with some sort of trauma throughout pregnancy and birth. Um, it can even just be things that come up from a past birth experience that create a fear in you when it when you're coming up to your birth. I said I would say even with my last home birth, which was a beautiful home birth, I wasn't as emotionally invested, I think, in that one as much as I was in my second one. I definitely ended up with depression after my third baby. And I didn't even realize it until now, four or five years later, looking back at how it affected my marriage, how it affected me and raising my son, my youngest one, and how different it was to my second and how so liberating that second birth was, that first home birth I had. Um, in that like initiation process that I was so committed to, I was so, I believed in, I committed to it. I knew that I would be able to home birth freely if I believed that I could. And I did. With the third, there was more traumas that led up to it. Um, divorce had been on the table prior to getting pregnant that time. And then we kind of fell back into a routine and then all of the issues that were still there. So many. I like to set up a session with me. Um, I'm going to have my email and contact information below. Um, I do mother awakening sessions where we go over, you know, past birth traumas, past childhood experiences that maybe are creating a fear inside of you around your upcoming pregnancy or birth. Um, and just to allow you to kind of release a lot of the conditioning and traumas that have affected you up until now and how it can affect you as a mother. We face these in a proactive way. Um, before having your baby or your next pregnancy, rather than reactively going back and then trying to heal through the traumas again. So dealing with previous traumas, awakening you into the liberation of your wisdom to moving to the next birth experience or more of the conscious motherhood that is really going to shift next generations. So Thank you guys for being here. I love and appreciate you.